The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's our top story? Alan, do you know what time it is? It's time to hit it! Yeah. It's time for quick <laughs> with the news. Yeah, so no, no real big top stories this week, Alan, so we're just going to give the folks a bunch of quick hits. We're going to start with Weekend Box Office, Alan. John Wick opened and finally, well not finally, it's only been three weeks, but <laughs> finally knocked Endgame off the top of the uh, Weekend Box Office numbers. So... And you predicted this, so kudos to you. You knew John Wick would be the one. I thought maybe it would have to wait till Aladdin, but you, you called it Mr. John Wick 3. Yeah. John Wick's weekend box office domestic was $56.8 million. Very <laughs> nice, actually. Endgame came in second with pretty much even $30 million for the weekend. Remember, I'm just talking the weekend. So John Wick almost doubled what Endgame made, but still $30 million is nothing to be uh, ashamed of. Sure. So it brings it to a total of $774.5 million domestically, which I think beats Avatar domestically. That's correct. Yes, and then you add that to the $1.8 billion it's made overseas, you come to a total three-week, I guess, four, maybe four weeks at this point, box office of $2.6 billion for Endgame. So, 100000 Am I doing my math? No, billion. One million? I don't know. I'm doing this. How much is it away from seven? 2.7. Well, yeah, I heard that some analysts... Maybe? Yeah, they're saying that at the current rate, they won't break the record if numbers stay consistent. I was like, wow, it seems like it's so close, but I guess... I mean, if it only pulled in $30 million this week, I mean, that that is a drop-off. No, but if it's only a hundred million away, that's the thing. They might if they pull it from the theater quick. I that's mean, the like, problem is when they pull it from the theaters because, look at Aladdin, right? Aladdin, they're gonna you know fill the movie theaters with Aladdin. Yes, yeah, Disney gonna go go against Disney. Exactly. Yeah. So it's gonna lose a lot of theaters too. That stinks. Right. But you gotta figure it's gotta go through with you know uh, it's gotta go through like the two dollar theaters. Okay. I don't know. I don't see how you don't leave it in the theaters all summer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, so uh, okay. Off the top of your head, can, what are the the main movies coming up? Still, we still have an X Men movie coming. Oh gosh, Aladdin, X Men, Spider Man. Yeah, oh, Spider Man is uh, going to fill the theaters for sure. Yeah, so I think you're, maybe they won't want to have no. But you know what? They had Captain Marvel and Endgame out at the same time. I think Captain Marvel's technically still in the theater. Oh, is it? Well, it was. Remember, it came in second place of the weekend the Avengers opened. Mm, true. So I'm not sure. You posed a very good question. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, it has to be that stupid analyst. <laughs> well, I, I would love. For, I, I would love for it to win, though. Of course, it has to. It has to. Yeah. Everyone, get back out there and <laughs> go buy your movie ticket. Okay. Don't even watch the movie. Just buy the movie ticket. You're funny. <laughs> I would. I would have movie passed the crap out of this movie if I had it. Yeah. Seriously. And I wonder <laughs> if that affects movie numbers too, right? Because with, with your was it AMC? Is that your pass? <coughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I guess tech. Is it technically you? If you were to see the movie three times with that pass, does each sure. each count? I, I don't know how that works. I, like I don't know who. Like, do, do they count the money toward the box office? Huh. 
Like the gnomes look confused. Right. Well, it doesn't affect you. It just, you know, I was just curious do they count that as an extra movie ticket every time you use your, your AMC movie pass. Right. So uh, we have uh, Dark Phoenix, Bitterman. Mm hmm. Oh, Godzilla. Can't wait to see that. It looks good. You going to oh. see Godzilla? King of uh, Monsters? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Men in Black International, Toy Story 4. Oh, yeah. Rocket Lion Man. King. Right. Oh, Lion, Lion King. King. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is all summer I'm looking at. Yeah. I don't know. I think they should keep stupid. It's going to break down. Anyway, yeah, so we'll see. I think I'm, if it's only $100 million away, I'll see how it doesn't. Yeah. 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 All right. And then finally, in third place was Detective Pikachu in a domestic weekend haul of $25 million. Good for Pikachu. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the expectations were of it. I don't know if it's falling under or meeting expectations at this point. Cool. Pikachu? Yeah, Pikachu. Pika Pika. It, yeah. I think it's a Ryan yeah. Reynolds thing, to tell you the truth. Well, it was for me. I mean, the first one was so boring as AF. Uh, what did the kids say? AF? Boring AF? <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. It, production budget was $150 million. It's made $99.5 million domestically, 196 globally for 295.7 worldwide. Yes, yeah, so that's, well, 150. So it's made 100, almost 150 million. It almost doubled its production cost. So there'll be a part two. Right. Well, that's cool. You know, what, you know what we're seeing more and more? And I think we talked about this at one point somewhere last year. That domestic might not mean as much as, as the foreign does nowadays because they're really getting a lot of money. Because even Avengers Endgame is, you know, you're looking at seven. 750 million US versus 1.8 billion global. Yeah. You know, so there, I think, what movie was it where we announced the sequel and we're like, what? And it turned out because it really had a big foreign box office. Oh. Yeah. Well, you remember the conversation. Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was way bigger international than back home. Yeah, so so the movie game is. I think it was a Marvel movie, to tell you the truth. Oh man, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, the the the, uh, the foreign market, especially with China opening up, I think too, because you got like a billion people there, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's, I think foreign is driving Hollywood right now more than. You know what also could hurt Endgame too is, uh, I mean, if I'm going to compare it back to you know Avatar or Avatar or whatever, um, how digital streaming is and how people are, are copying the movie. You know, kind of like how that hurt Wolverine, that the movie was released online before the movie came out. And that's kind of what, you know, supposedly that's why they said the movie didn't do as well. But uh, yeah, when that digital copy is released online, do you go back to the theaters and and pay and, and, you know, watch the movie for three hours there or versus at home? I mean, I uh, will say, well, here's the thing. If I, I, you know, you said it hurt the Wolverine and whatever. My thing is that. If people want to see a movie, they'll go see the movie in the theater. Endgame was not heard at all. Look, Endgame was on some websites by the time I got home from seeing Endgame the first night. You know, mm-hmm. so it obviously didn't stop people. It didn't. It didn't stop me either. I went two more times after that. So I think there's just a difference between watching it at home, unless you have like a really great theater system. Uh, no, but you, the cop. Yeah, but the copies never great. The sounds never great. There's always someone's head in that picture on these. We're talking about these legal ones online. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that. Does that play 
a huge I mean I don't I personally think it plays a huge part in hurting movies unless it's like a cusp movie <laughs> I think it does it in, only in a sense that when you see these big budget movies like the Titanic for example they're not making that buttload up front they're, they're making it in the rewatch you know so that that oh. repeat that repeat we rewatch is what I think drives that number up and and I think what could hurt maybe Endgame is the fact that it is like I said, I, I joked last week I can watch a whole movie of Endgame on Instagram, and it's pretty close. <laughs> I oh, mean, yeah, like, like yeah, the highlights and stuff. So I, I think that may may hurt it. But you're right. The the movie experience is it, that's how you see Endgame. If you don't see it in the well, theater, then you're missing out. Yeah, especially those big budget ones with the, with the special effects and stuff. You you want to see them on the big screen, and yeah, stuff like that. Oh sure, All the right. experience of the audience too. So, all right, I just had to look up the Avatar number. So, Endgame's at 2.6. Uh, Avatar's at 2.787. Oh, it is. Oh, wait a minute. It, billion? Oh, that's 100 million, dude. My math uh, is way off. <laughs> oh, no, I said that. I said 100 million, right? 187. So, roughly 187 more million. Yeah. It made 30 over this weekend. You don't count that. I don't Oh man. All right. So, well, a month. If it will they, take a if month. They keep in the theater, if they keep it in the theater long enough, it'll make it. Yeah, worldwide. It has to make that worldwide. You would think Disney would want it to, you know, like hey, leave it in because th- leave it in the theater because this would be good for them if they if they, if they well, you know what they own both franchises. <laughs> yeah, forgot about Disney. that. Oh yeah, they do. This is like whatever. Yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> but Money no, cut. you know what? It would help. It would behoove them for Avengers to beat it. So when it, when the next. <laughs> Avatar movie comes out, they have that incentive to be Avengers if they choose to do that. I, I just, you got Feige coming in one door with a check, and then uh, <laughs> Cameron coming in the other door with a check. This is, the mouse don't give a crap. Who's, who's, just give him the check. Yeah, <laughs> I know, seriously. I'm Googling, I'm putting on YouTube right now, why did Avatar make so much money? I need someone to why? explain this to me. <laughs> oh, I no, think No, like, I need, like, a scholarly, scholarly essay video essay about why avatar made so much money i think it made a lot of money because that movie was specifically for the 3d experience which you know is more you know so So, but even you said you said dude it's 2.7 billion and this was back what 10 years ago yeah so that how much money that was 10 years ago that's a lot more than it is now it is and you even you said you you only get these high numbers from from repeat viewings who's going to see this movie more than once ah all right, so I found I, – I, I'll watch this after the show, but I got to figure this out. I don't know why I never thought to do this before. Because it's ridiculous. So AMC <laughs> – yeah, IGN's got a video. Collider's got a video. AMC Theater's got a video. Oh, on why uh, it is as, as big as it yeah. is? Yeah. Uh, okay. How Avatar became the highest grossing film of all time. How did Avatar achieve so much box office success? Hmm. Uh, how did Avatar reach $2.7 billion? Yeah, I'll watch them later. Hey, Mike Kohlberg like lo- loved that movie, and you know he's he's retired now, and uh, he gushed over it. I looked at him like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I couldn't believe how much he loved that movie. Yeah. I, I, all right. I'll watch these videos. Maybe I'll maybe I'll bring it up on our next tweet when yeah. I found out. Okay. But yes. I need like a wisecrack video or something, like one of these screen rant or something. One of these guys that does movies to tell me. Um, <laughs> Anyway, all right, so there's our weekend box. All right, so we have Aladdin opening up this weekend. We're assuming that's going to take number one, right? Sure. So my question is this. What's number two? John, John Wick. Wick or Endgame? Uh, you think? You think? Yes, you think I, I think it's John Wick, yeah, because word of mouth came came about this week. About the people that saw it and everyone had 
positive things to say about it. So that's, that's an excellent point. Yeah. And if you want to know how we felt about it, download our John Wick Three episode on the Nerd and Me. Wow. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going Aladdin, John Wick, and Endgame. Yes. Oh. Oh yes, yes, yes. Right. That's the only thing coming out this weekend, right? Yeah. Oh. So then next weekend. What? Uh oh. Oh, okay. next weekend there's a battle between. Godzilla King of the Monsters and which I, if it's PG or PG-13 I think it's going to be Brightburn which is rated R okay. and kind of off movie right. are you going to go see I, I, we have yet to talk about Brightburn and I wanted to ask you before I forgot is Brightburn on your list to see well, as of right now it's not but I mean you know it you, you know what it's about no that's why it's not my idea Oh, okay. It's a James Gunn movie, and it's pretty much it's the Superman origin story, but it's not Superman. It's just a kid, an alien with powers. But instead of you know growing up to be Superman, he like as a kid he just becomes evil. Oh. You gotta watch it after this. You gotta watch the trailer for Brightburn. Okay. It's freaky. Okay. It's real freaky. Okay. Anyway, all right. Okay. Okay. Oh, yes, we're doing Quicket. Quicket, uh, Jonathan. Oh. Yes. Disney Plus is right around the corner. The One of the shows that we definitely know is coming out is something called, well, it's going to have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We still don't know what the exact title is going to be. So joining Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, they just confirmed two more people that's going to join them. We have Baron Zemo and Sharon Carter. So they're pulling these guys from, what is that, Civil War, I guess? Uh, yes. Yes, and it looks like they're going to start. This is pretty cool. Disney Plus. They're going to start tying up some loose ends or, or unanswered plots that we've had previously. You know, because last we saw Baron Zemo, he was handcuffed. He was like in his cell, right? And that's the last you saw of him. And he smiled, right? Like, didn't I forgot the name of the agent? Something like, uh, and you thought you're going to bring us down? And English yeah. Jim. English Jim. <laughs> that's right. It's English Jim. <laughs> or uh, not Frodo who was the uh, Bilbo Bilbo Baggins Martin Freeman there he is there he yeah. is yeah 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 and uh, and then of course Sharon Carter who I guess doesn't realize Steve Rogers is an older guy so yeah those are well, the well it's her uncle Steve that she made out with and she didn't realize it wow wow or what if she did know and she went through knowing and Steve's like old Steve's like you have to preserve the timeline and make out with me when I'm young <laughs> <laughs> that's weird <laughs> he's been frozen for 70 years you have to make out with me <laughs> yeah hey isn't it interesting that these Disney Plus shows the, the caliber of of these shows that they're going to have on there with the actors and and how closely tied it is to the Marvel Cinematic Universe it's amazing well we talked about this when we when they first announced all this stuff is uh, if you, if you looked at look they have to Disney has to look at Marvel TV as a little bit of a failure between Agents of Shield. Oh, okay, gotcha. I, I like I like, but I don't think it's giving them the numbers they thought it would. Agents but it looks Shield. like a TV show though. When you watch Agents yeah, of Shield, it is purely TV. And they don't lean into the Marvel universe at all. Like at the end of last season, they talked about, and I, it was Thanos's. It was the Battle of Wakanda, but they talk about they were dealing with some stuff in space, like orbiting Earth, and and, and they I think they mentioned about a, a spaceship being seen over Wakanda, and they're like, oh well, we have our own problems up here or something like that. Hmm. So they they so they, they kind of reference Infinity War. Okay, but I haven't watched. They've only had two episodes of the new season. Now. I watched the first episode. No reference to Decimation at all. Wow. Nothing. 
Yeah, it's just like like it never even happened. So they kind of distance them. This is themselves from the MCU. You know, you know in, in the beginning, they had Nick Fury show up. I think they had the, um, uh, Kobe Smulders. What's her name? Maria oh, Hill show oh, up. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, Sif showed up on an episode. You know, one episode took place while they were cleaning up, you know, that part of England that were Thor for the Dark Elf. You know, mm-hmm. just just little nods like that they were doing that, and they just kind of stopped it. Don't you think really? that's a mistake? I mean, what, what does yeah. it hurt them to reference the movie, you know? Yeah, it's stupid. It's why people. It's it's what got people to the TV show. It wasn't Coulson. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're right. I like the guy, but and, and you know, humans did very badly. The Netflix shows were quasi successful, but mm-hmm. they pulled. And now you won't see those characters for two, at least two years. Right. So I, you know, what they're doing with Disney Plus? Because remember, Jeff Loeb is over Marvel TV, but with Disney Plus, it's Feige's overseeing it, mm-hmm. and Feige has these relationships with these actors. It's probably how, how we got them the uh, the What If episodes too. Oh you yeah, know? yeah. Look, man, there's been a bunch of behind the scenes videos coming out since that game came out from all from the past ten years, you know, and, and a lot of it's from the stars like Chris Evans releasing photos and videos. These guys love the Russos. They love Feige. They, they love working with each other. So I think when you set up an environment like that and you say, oh, we're going to do a TV show, plus we're going to write you a big check, why don't you come on over, you know? Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. You know? Why not? So, I mean, geez, yeah. everyone that's associated with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you can say it helped their career. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Chris Evans, he was not a, a big name. No. And he, he had he was he was one of those actors that was like – He'd be in bad movies, but they're like, you know, but Chris Evans was good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Good. yeah. He was that guy, and he couldn't get that big break, and then he got this big break. Jeremy Renner kind of launched him. He got Mission Impossible. Well, yeah, I think he got Jason Bourne in Mission Impossible after he was Hawkeye, right? Yeah, I mean, Chris Hemsworth was what, fifteen seconds in Star Trek? That's all you got. From that's him? fifteen seconds though. That was a great, that's a great opening. It, it was. It was intense. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to do that on our uh, best movie openings part two. <laughs> yeah, I, but yeah, I mean, remember the biggest name? Well, RDJ, of course, but he even he was rebounding from his outside of Hollywood issues he was having. Yeah. So him and Scarlett were like the two big names in the beginning. Yeah, that's true. So, and Sam Jackson, of course. But <laughs> okay, so anyway, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, if they, if they call it that, is currently set for August 2022 release. Yep, 2020. 2020. Yeah. yeah, and Disney Plus is coming November of this year. Yes. So woo to the who. That's right. Wicked. Wicked. Add on. Mm. Remember PlayStation? Remember how much we loved our PlayStations? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, PlayStation has formed a production company called, fittingly enough, PlayStation Production. What they're, they're tasked, they're tasked to do <laughs> is to turn their top PS4 games into movies and cartoons and whatever other media they can squeeze money out of people from. Mm. Uh, so we're talking about is this Just Cause? Oh yeah. Or, is, he, just, is that the Drake guy, Just Cause? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you're talking about Just Cause, you know, like a movie or cartoon or TV show. Just Cause, I think uh, Tomb Raider might be involved in that. I, they're doing Sonic already as a movie, but I think it's a PlayStation thing too. Yeah. Um, Spyro the Dragon. Right. Um, you know, all these properties that are straight up to PlayStation, you know, they'll be able to make into whatever. Now, they had, the article I read had a bunch of PlayStation games showing, and like one of them was Spider Man, so I don't know how that works, but maybe they could do. Maybe to talk about doing a movie or 
cartoon off of the, that particular Spider-Man universe, that movie universe. Oh, I mean, right. that video game universe. Yeah. So, oh, the most recent one. And I don't know if Red Dead Redemption is strictly... Not, well, it's on Xbox, but so probably not just a PlayStation game, is it? Anyway, so, yeah. What do you think? Good idea, bad idea, success, not a success? I, I mean, it, it's fine. You know, I was talking to Bernie, you know, Bernie that does our video game stuff with us. Uh, once in a while uh, I asked her I, I told her about that and right away we both looked at each other like oh Metal Gear Solid <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know or Splinter Cells like oh man but but the idea though is that um, the problem with like movies like Resident Evil which was from the video game is that they took characters names but when it when it translated to the movie it wasn't like the video game and we're, we were thinking like if they were to do something like that to have it closer to the video game itself, you know, versus you can have Solid Snake and it's like a whole weird story. You know, what if you were to have these stories based upon the video games itself, you know, to hit that nostalgic fact? I mean, why else would PlayStation do this? Uh, money. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, this is what it says. It said, here's a quote from the article I read. It says, PlayStation Productions doesn't want to do what they don't want to do is simply make a shot for shot retelling of the game. Instead, it has to be a vision of the game written by someone who understands the franchise and can adapt it for movie going audiences. Hmm. So that sounds like you're going to have some changes. Yeah. Uh, and on purpose, they don't want a shot for shot reproduction of a game. Right. Uh, they said they talked to producers like Lorenzo D. Bonaventure and Kevin Feige to get an understanding about the production process. So these are people that haven't produced anything before. I think it all depends on how, how long they're willing to stay with it. And how much money they're gonna they're willing to invest in it. So I'm sorry, it wasn't just cause it was uncharted. Oh, okay. okay. As traditional niche movies are finding success at the box office, more entertainment properties are realizing the untapped potential of their IPs, intellectual properties. Something Sony has in space, uh, Uncharted, The Last of Us, or Spyro. Okay. Oh, it's Sony. Oh. Oh yeah, so they're a Sony PlayStation. So they definitely could, because Sony has a Spider-Man, right? They definitely could make a a movie based on the Spider-Man universe in that in the latest Spider-Man movie, uh, video game. Sure. It's curious though, because video games do traditionally do not have a reputation of being good movies. Well, yeah, that's true. Because I think one of the best ones when we were younger was Mortal Kombat, and that does not hold up. <laughs> it really does. That's awful. The CGI in that is just atrocious. Yeah. First, no, I didn't even like the Tomb Raiders with Angelina Jolie. I didn't like them. Oh, I didn't mind them. I'm trying to think what's a good uh, I didn't mind video game movie. Yeah, Detective Pikachu now. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's, inten- that's Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Sony Productions make a movie. Everybody's in the movie and in streaming business now. Ugh. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, Jonathan, speaking more about Disney Plus news, McGee's True Lies TV show is now heading to Disney Plus. Uh, it was reported back, I don't know, back in 2017 that there was going to be a TV series adaption. Well, because it is James Cameron and that's his thing and Disney owns all that stuff, it's now going to Disney+. Plus. Will Schwarzenegger be involved? Uh, they, they say that leaving the door is open for it, but uh, True Lies, very cool movie. It's, it's one, of the, one of the really cool movies where I'm surprised he never did a sequel on it either. Yeah, I don't know why they never did that. It's it's one of those movies that it's almost like Beverly Hills Cop has the perfect balance of comedy and action. Yeah, it's real. I mean, it's a funny movie. Oh yeah, uh, I haven't seen it in a long time though. But you got Jamie Lee Curtis, you had uh, Tom Arnold, and you had a very young. Oh my God, I can't remember her name now. Eliza Dushku, who grew up to be quite a looker. Playing the that daughter. was her. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, no friend. kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. and I don't, let's not forget the uh, ever always wonderful. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, what's his name? He just passed away, too. Okay. Chet from Chet. Weird Science. Yeah. Bill Paxson. Bill Paxson, yeah. Yeah. Great as a swarmy. Oh, that's two episodes I got to use that word. Um, <laughs> car dealer. <laughs> right, car, the fake, the fake spy. Yeah. Fake spy, yeah. Yeah, yeah McGee. Well, I haven't heard from McGee in a while. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's pretty good at that blow him up stuff, right? Yeah, he did uh, Charlie's Angels, right? Yes, he did. Yeah. Oof, yeah, so this, this Disney Plus lineup is, is getting stacked. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Bye bye Netflix. Yeah, you know what it is? I got a I got a bill today. Uh, my HBO Now charged me. I was like, dang it! I forgot the. I'm supposed to cancel after the last. I'm supposed to cancel after the last episode of the Game of Thrones. I right. forgot. So I got it for another month. All right. That's all right. Yeah, True Lies. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't even need Schwarzenegger involved. I mean, he's got to take a break. Yeah. 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 <laughs> People beat him. Up. We'll tell you. We'll tell you why in a second. Right. Okay. Quick <laughs> right. it. So, as we reported breaking news last week in our um, the weekend geek episode, Robert Pattinson, 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 whatever, is still not officially announced yet, but it's like almost hundred percent sure because everybody's reporting it and nobody's denying it. Will be the next Batman in Matt Reeves' The Batman. Boom. Now, yes, um, pretty much the reaction you and I had when the news broke was. The gentlest reactions of, compared <laughs> to most compared to most of the people on the internet. People are hating this choice. Of course, the vampire comparison, you know, the glittery vampire right. comparisons and stuff. But then I remember I read an article that reminded me of something. Oh, and it reminded me that fans, and that includes me, I'm a fan, have always hated who they picked for Batman. Oh yeah. <laughs> and when I looked back, I'm like, they're right. I mean, Christian Bale's the only one I can say. I was like, okay, maybe. But I was a vehement no against Michael Keaton. Val Kilmer, I was like, but he's blonde. Yeah, that's right. George Clooney, I, I, I didn't like him on ER. I didn't like him Batman. And then, of course, like I said, Christian Bale. I was like, eh, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, we don't know what kind of Batman this is going to be. And to go along with that, there's a rumor that there's going to be six villains in this movie, including Catwoman and Penguin. Six villains? Yeah, so I wonder if he's going to have him run some kind of gauntlet. Or maybe they're adapting Hush. That'd be fantastic. No, probably not, because that's coming out on, on as a cartoon. Hmm. So, I don't know. But this is going to be up to six villains, uh, including Catwoman and Penguin. Uh, I'm not going to pass judgment on this. I mean, I'm not a casting director. He wouldn't have been my choice. But And now, apparently, they're only going with English actors to play Batman. For some, I don't know. Well, I, actually, I did like that. Look, did I okay. like this casting? I think I like this casting. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, we don't know what kind of Batman they're. You know, they're doing a younger Batman, obviously. So okay, we'll let me ask you. Justice League came out, right? Was there anyone casted in all those hero roles that you disagreed with? The shocking was probably I, what Flash, maybe. Yeah, I don't like Ezra Miller as the Flash. I mean, okay. I, I see. The thing is, it's hard to separate who I thought the Flash should be because that's not the Flash. That's not that's not comic book Barry Allen. I don't I even know what Flash that was. The characterization of him was not was not comic book Barry Allen and I, I can't say Ezra Miller did a bad job he, he did a good job of what he was given but You're right. that's not the flash Cyborg I never liked so I can't blame the actor I just don't like well, the well yeah but it wasn't like oh I, I dislike the, the actor for that role I mean he, he did the role you know right that's what I'm saying I'm, I'm, I can't think of anybody in that I will say that I disliked Zach Levi as Shazam 
I dislike that casting. I dislike that casting. I can't look at the Justice League and say I dislike any of that casting. Had character problems with the Flash. I don't like Cyborg at all. So I mean, you could have you could build an actual Cyborg and put him in the movie. I wouldn't care. Yeah. Yeah. So, but when you know, and look, you've been doing the shows with me. Zachary Levi, I'm not a fan of him and Shazam. Oh, I wasn't a fan of him and Shazam. I think it worked out a little bit better. I, I think the suit was better. I've softened on him. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, so we know D- DC, especially their movie universe. If they pick, I'm going to take the lighter side on this, right? If they if they chose Robert Pattinson, Pattinson, they must have seen something in him. Because why why would they make like a huge? I mean, Batman's a huge character. You know, right. why would they take like a huge, huge risk if they thought he was going to be like really a piss poor choice? You know, right. they must have right. seen That's, something in him. Yeah, I mean, his audition must have went great. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I, and I, also, look. we don't know the vision of we don't know who this Batman is too. You know, yeah, you can't. Well, people are judging him on the fact that he was. First of all, if you hated Twilight, you're going to hate this pick. All right, and fifty percent of the of, of the population, men, probably hated Twilight. You know. And so, <laughs> and, and yeah, and there's two. So, yeah, I mean, that's probably why they didn't announce it. They're like, you know what, just let it leak and then whatever. <laughs> right. And this is another thing going on with fandom, which I don't want to get into too much here, but you're not going to be able to please everybody. And with social media, everyone has a voice now. So, oh, I get you're gonna you're, Okay, I you're gotcha. gonna, You're going to hear the hate. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna hear the hate. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, this you and I weren't like we were like we were like Pat Robert Pattinson, but we weren't on ten different social media sites posting our disagreements. We weren't filming YouTube videos on why it sucked and posting it. But the fact of the matter is, these videos are getting hundreds of thousands of hits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you kind of see. But is that manufactured outrage or is it real outrage? Is it manufactured because if I make this video and freak out about Robert Pattinson being Batman, I'm going to get a, a hundred thousand people looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear you. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but. Okay. You're right. You know, you make a good point. You know, it's not like these are guys that walked off the street and decided, we'll make him Batman. These are professionals. They they know what they're doing. They know what the script is. They know what they, the kind of Batman they need. And however he auditioned, it must have really impressed people. It must. Yeah, because I, 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 I'm pretty sure DC is trying to do everything they can Yeah. right now. Everything they can to, to kind of fix things. I just hope his bat suit isn't like Shazam suit. Would have to put those fake muscles on him? <laughs> Well, you know, like, like even I mean, Affleck had molded fake muscles, right? Yeah, on on his suit, but not like Shaz- I don't want it to be like Shazam, where it looks like where you're, where it looks like you just dropped a a thin guy into a into a rubber suit, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah, I, I just I just hope they avoid that. Yeah, yeah, and but you know, Ben, ben Affleck, even when he he's not damaged, yeah, I mean, it's it's believable for for him. Huh. We've seen him, you know, buff. <laughs> it makes yeah. sense. Anyway, absolutely. Right. So I'm on, I'm on wait and see. On the there we go. Yeah. Right. Uh, Jonathan, Stranger Things uh, season three is coming out, as well as the comic book Stranger mm-hmm. Things six. If you would like to meet some of the cast members from the actual TV show, Matthew Modine, who I think I would want to see him just for Vision Quest. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, yeah, who cares about Stranger Things? I'm Vision. Dude, yeah, we should just go with our like gray like workout <laughs> jogging outfit. Yeah, let's just you know, let's start just doing push ups. Let's, let's be real creepy and show up in wrestling singlets and just ask them to sign sign our headgear, sign our headgear or something. That'd be sick. Louden, yeah. Louden, I love you, Louden. <laughs> okay, yeah. So these guys are going to be there on May 29th from the hours of five till eight. 
at the Universal City Walk, which is uh, next to Universal Studios. Uh, it's a little comic book store. I've been there a couple of times. So uh, if you want to check them out, they're going to be there. I'm sorry. Who was again? Matthew Modine. Matthew Modine, the writer, Jody Hauser, and the artist, Kyle Lambert, will be there. Oh, for the comic book. For the comic book, yes. Excellent. Excellent. What? Are you far from here? You you should go get a Loud and Swain signature. Uh, Maybe he'll come to Pittsburgh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm excited. I'm not even going to meet him. I'm like, oh, my God. I might be able to meet him one day. I didn't know I I cared that much about him. (laughs) Yeah, man. Vision Quest. You can't go wrong with that. For sure. You're right. Absolutely. You can't. All right. Quit. Alan. What? Someone tried to terminate the Terminator. What? (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) What, you crazy? (laughs) Crazy. Uh, So, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger was over in West Africa. Apparently, he has some kind of festival going that he does every year there. I think it's a physical fitness thing. Oh, okay. Is it was was it like sports related? Well, well, it started off with the bodybuilding thing, and then it branched out to like anything. Like judo, ping pong, uh, jump roping, anything. And it okay. became, it's like a one big weekend of activities. Well, that's cool that he does something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so he's over there. He's talking with fans and people. He's got his bodyguard with him, one or two of his bodyguards with him. And, and, and I know this because there's a video of this. And please, after you turn off the show, go watch this video. Find it on YouTube. <laughs> it's the best thing you'll see all week. Uh, <laughs> and so he's talking and he's got his back turned. And all of a sudden, from out, out of the frame, comes flying in, literally. Flying in, some dude who drop drop kicks Arnold in the back. Now he moves Arnold a couple of you know he he, he jostles Arnold forward. Uh, as soon as he lands, the, the bodyguard jumps on him and starts you know being nice to him. Yeah, and uh, uh, he gets pretty much dragged off off camera real quick. But Arnold just turns out like what happened. And then I read the article and Arnold's like, oh, I, I thought some I thought it was just a crowd jostling me. Yeah, that's how hard a kick it was. He's like, huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. I mean, but you look at him, the dude's what? He's got to be close to 70 or, or Oh, seven, yeah, over absolutely. Seven, right? is, yeah. You saw the video, right? Yeah. He looks solid. Oh, He's yeah. A solid brick wall, man. And, and that drop like, kick what? wasn't, I mean, th- this guy, if you freeze a frame, the guy is clearly horizontal midair. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, he plants both of his feet on his back, and Arnold's just like, huh? You know? And he was I, very calm afterwards. Yeah, he, was like, he kept signing autographs and talking to people. I, I thought I heard faintly someone scream, uh, strike hard, strike first, no mercy. Stop it. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, but Arnold just shrugged off. He's not pressing charges. And he says, I hope the, I hope the young man learned his lesson. What lesson? Well, I guess the lesson that you don't try to drop kick a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says something like, well, at least he didn't ruin my, my Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. And he and Arnold, I forgot. He, he said he put the video up himself. And he's like, look, listen, wait, let me think of a different video. I think it was this one. I think where he's like, I know you're going to share this, but like leave out this part. Like, you know, I forgot. Like, don't embarrass the guy or something like oh, that. Oh, OK. That's yeah. Funny. But it was funny. I'm like, man, he's even posting it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, some dude thought he could take on the short ticker and he learned he cannot. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah. So, Alan, we have, we have to rethink our plan to impress Arnold when he came back to the States. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The drop kick, the drop, drop kick's not drop kick plan's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll, we'll try for the sleeper hold then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he'll take all four of our arms and get around his thick <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that's, a, guys, that's a beast. That's a great video. It is. That's a great. You think, let me ask you, you think Stallone could take a drop kick? He's smaller. 
He's still stocky though. Yeah, well, I don't know. Stone is he's pretty stacked today right now. Yeah, he might does he have a bad back or no? They both do, actually. Really? Arnold's got a bad back? Oh yeah. Look at him. The guy can well, yeah. Look at the video. Maybe it's normal to have a bad back when you're that old though. I mean that's just normal, you know. God, I hope I, I hope I, I hope my back's not bad when I'm his age. <laughs> but hey, look at the, they, they look fantastic. Both are in their seventies, uh, still working out, still being active. All right, so God I'm going to take this on a little sidetrack. So we just did a show on on action heroes of the eighties. Well, we, on action heroes. Yeah. All right, so you're saying Stallone could take that hit? The same guy, the same exact thing happened. The same kicker. Schwarzenegger could take it. You saw us. You saying Stallone could take it? Could Bruce Willis take it? No. No. Yeah, I think it would hurt Bruce Willis. <laughs> Sorry, Bruce. I love you. <laughs> what about Mel Gibson? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Who else? Uh, you know, probably uh, could, though. Steven Seagal. Uh, yeah, Steven Seagal. He could probably take that one. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, All right. Well, we know The Rock could definitely take it. Oh, yeah. Jason Statham? I think he can take it. Oh. All right. How about John Wick himself? Mr. Keanu Reeves? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, you think he loses balance? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Jackie Chan. Oh, today, not like oh, today. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's, he's up he's, there. He's hurt himself a lot in stunts. Yeah, he probably has no feeling. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> uh, am I missing anybody from the eighties? Who's a big actress from the eighties? Uh, All right, well, let's go with Cobra Kai. Uh, Johnny Larusso. Oh, come on. Macho? No, I think Johnny might be able to take it. What? Johnny? Well, uh, I guess. On the back? I don't know. You think there was a lot of uh, a lot of energy, a lot of power in that back kick? <laughs> His whole body was there. He really was horizontal. <laughs> he really was. He was yeah, but what, the guy looked like, what, 100 pounds? Yeah, that's another thing, too. Because yeah, so. he looked hurt when he hit the floor. <laughs> that's right. How funny would it be if we find out his ankle broke or something? The guy was so late. When he, when he hit the air, it was like... He had like the, the the mechanics of a paper airplane. You just started to float. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put the video up on, on the website after we publish this episode. Yeah. It's I, but no, if you watch again, when he hits the ground, he looks like he's hurt. Yeah, because if you if you do something like that and you hit the ground, and you're fine. Your first instinct is to get up and run away. He was like on the ground. Yeah, and then a dude bigger than his forks in there just belly flopped on top of him. <laughs> Uh, oh, that, that's why I was not pressing charges because his boys probably roughed him up. No, yeah, it could be. Or and at least like, you know count. the authorities in the area too. Exactly. Yeah. It's, again, it's not. Quite, no, well, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're glad you're okay, Terminator. Governor. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, Jessica Jones season three on Netflix. When will be uh, released? What? June. June. Is that right? Did I read that right? Yeah, well, you is. said it with a question mark, so I don't know. <laughs> yes. June. Uh, <laughs> June, it's coming out. And this is the last. I think this is the only one. Uh, was it officially canceled yet or no? It, it no. is officially. Oh, yeah, it is June 2000. It was officially canceled. This oh, okay. is the last of the of the Netflix Marvel heroes to do their last thing. Because uh, was it Iron Fist and Luke Cage? They only went season two. Right. Did not renew. And Daredevil did his his season three already, so. And Punisher did the season two already. There's not going to be a second season. Right. So this is it. Hey, you know what? I like Jessica Jones. It's a good show. Yeah, I like it's. It's not a bad one to go out on. If Iron Fist, well, I I mean I liked Iron Fist season two. Okay. That was me. Anyway, goodbye, okay. Netflix. But 
Hello, Dizzy Plus. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we don't see these particular characters for a while, I think I'm okay. Something yeah, I know. All right. Quick hit. All right, Alan, uh, we did our John Wick episode last week, John Wick 3 um, discussion. And at the time, we didn't know if there was going to be a Chapter 4. We assumed there would be a John Wick Chapter 4. Well, it was officially announced Monday that there will be a John Wick Chapter 4 scheduled for release May 21st, 2021. Oh, so wow. about two years two years from yesterday. Okay. Yeah, so uh, two more years, we'll have John Wick Chapter 4. We'll see how he gets out of that predicament. Yeah, seriously. Again, man, when when we did that show, I was I was shocked they're going for a fourth movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But cool. So, yeah. I know I'm gonna have to bust out our. I'm gonna have to listen to our Disney release date show and start making up my calendars for the next twelve years. Seriously, <laughs> right. what's coming out when? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, we reported last week on Twig Change dot org where we had I think some guy in New York wanted to have a Stanley statue up in New York and then you mentioned that they're signing things to get a new season 8 of Game of Thrones well the internet is not done yet Jonathan Change. When's not, it ever done? <laughs> change.org says there's someone out there that's trying to get Danny DeVito to be the next Wolverine and this is why real petitions don't get taken seriously. That's right, yes. Seriously, I'm not even joking. Right. So the, the goal is reaching 15,000 signatures they have 10,000 right now. It's <laughs> so stupid. It is so stupid. It is so stupid. It is so stupid. Eh, but the, there's it, no repercussions, repercussions of, of signing it, I guess, right? So what? It, it is dumb. Yeah. It's, a, it's an abuse of what Change.org was for. Right. So while we're on this, let me give you some quick updates. The Game of Thrones, the, the remake Game of Thrones Season 8 with competent writers petition is up to 1,486,445 signatures. Oh, my Almost, God. Uh, right? Wow. And well, you Stanley saw you said, saw Game of Thrones. Did it, does it need another rewrite? No, nah, I, I was actually happy with the finale. Okay. And look, look, the season wasn't great. It was up and down. There are things I, I didn't like about it or whatever. But overall, it, you know, it's a TV show, guys. It's a TV show, right? Yeah. Uh, the Stanley petition has 90, uh, I'm going to round up, 99,000 signatures. Wow. 99,000. So, we'll, look, I know it's, we're going to talk all this crap about Change.org and watch them redo season eight and give Stanley a statue. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, all right. going to be next Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe. I'm going to start a petition to put Nerd on me on uh, Late Night TV, uh, <laughs> on uh, HBO. Give us an HBO show. Wow. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The world today. Quick it. Quick it. Uh, Alan, the Black Widow movie. Remember how we're all talking about, oh, it's a prequel, it's a prequel, it's a prequel. Well, now reports are coming out that Black Widow will actually, uh, it obviously takes place in the past because of what happens to her in Endgame, but the Black Widow movie will take place between Captain America's Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. So that time that they were on the run, uh, which she would, I guess, technically be part of Captain America's Secret Avengers. Oh, uh, okay, I got gotcha. you. That group that you remember when she walked because at the end of that, well, she was actually on Tony's team, but she let she held back the Black Panther huh. so Cap could get away. Remember in Civil yeah, War? Yeah, that's right. And then she walks, so she walks out of Avengers compound. Tony's saying they're going to come after you, and he's she says something like, "Well, whatever, let them." So maybe it's a story about how she eventually what she does between leaving Avengers compound and hooking up with Cap. Yeah. 
cool. And finding where he is and whatever. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We might get a Cap cameo at the end when she finds him. Or, Chris <laughs> Ad- or maybe a Chris Evans. Maybe he won't put the suit on. Right. Yeah. Put on the suit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Look at uh, Jonathan, this Friday... What's this Friday? The twenty fourth? Yes, the twenty fourth. Uh, if you did, if you've been to Disneyland uh, as of January of two thousand nineteen this year, you would know that they were doing construction on uh, Sleeping Beauty's castle, and everything's gearing up for the big uh, Galaxy's Edge opening. So this Friday is going to be the grand unveil of the new castle. What they did with it. I'll tell you, they repainted the whole damn thing. The thing hasn't been fixed up since 1955, apparently. <laughs> and, uh, wow. yeah. And what they're doing is because if, if you look at, like, uh, what's the castle in Disney World? Is that Cinderella's? Cinderella's. Cinderella's. I know in the other Disney areas, like in Japan and stuff, they have their big castles. And, and the one in California is actually the smallest one. So what they're doing is a little trickery with the eye. They're saying that they're painting the castle in such a fashion that it's going to look a little bit bigger than what it actually appears to be. Ooh. So if you're headed to Disneyland, go for it. Check it out. Yeah, if you're going on a Galaxy's Adventure of whatever it's called, yeah. Galaxy's Edge yeah. this summer or fall, go swing by, uh, take a picture of the deceptively small, <laughs> deceptively big, I guess it would be, Disneyland Castle. That's exactly And And wait, hers is Sleeping Beauty, you said? Yes. So... Which castle's in the logo? The Disneyland one or the Disney World? Disney World. Ah, oh. Disney World gets so much more love than Disneyland. Disneyland Dude, it's huge. <laughs> Disney World is yeah. huge. Well, it's so much land. Yeah. 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 I, I think Walt Disney said, I'll take half of Florida and do what I want with it. <laughs> Basically. Here's one billion Mickey dollars or whatever <laughs> to use there. Right. Right. All right. Well, that's cool. If, you, if, you, if you're there, you think you're going to be there this summer at all or no? No. no. Well... I, mean, I think I'm going to go in three years. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought if you find yourself there, take a picture for me. Yeah, for, okay. sure. for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Quick it. All right, Alan, the Back to the Future musical, which I didn't know was going to be a thing. It's apparently been in the works for years now with both Robert Zemeckis, uh, the director, and Bob Gale, the writer, involved in writing the uh, stage musical. And Zimmer? No. Silvestri, right? Who did the Back to the Future music? Silvestri. Silvestri involved in the music part of it, too. Yeah, so it's going to premiere in Manchester, England on February 20th. Okay. Well, this is what they do before it hits Broadway. They they test it out. So it's uh, going to hit Manchester, England on February 20th, 2020. It's going to play there for a few weeks. Then it's going to move to London, play there for a few weeks. And then uh, the assumption is if it does well in London... It'll make its way to Broadway. So maybe if it's successful, summer of 2020. Oh, wow. You'll see Marty. And they said you'll hear classic songs such as Earth Angel and uh, Power of Love. Are you going to see it? Uh, I might. You know what's funny or sad maybe is I always get these I always get these uh, offers to buy to buy tickets to Broadway shows when they're in previews. Oh, OK. The thing is, when they're in previews. You don't know if it's good or bad. And it's usually, de- I mean, you know, Broadway shows are, you know, a, a basic Broadway show would cost you at least $100, at least. Right. So I usually never go. And I've missed some really good shows. Like Dear Evan Hansen, I had the opportunity to go see in, in, in previews, and I didn't. And that turned out to be a huge show. But the one I regret, and I remember this distinctly because I said in my head, who would go see a, a show about a founding father mm. was Hamilton. I could have went to Hamilton for 100 bucks. Wow. 
Yeah, in previews. I can be one of those guys like, I like Hamilton before anybody liked you know? <laughs> So I might. I, but the thing is, it's, it's a well-known property, so that the previews of that might sell out quick. So wow. if I get the offer, I'll do it. I'll do it. Do yeah, it. I'll definitely go see it. Cool. Definitely go do it. Excellent. Quick it. Jonathan, Chris Rock. What has he done lately? Nothing, right? Oh, I saw him in the... Was it this past December? And what? I saw him on stage in Atlantic City. He was funny as heck, dude. Oh, no kidding. It had, was it this December? Oh, so he's doing I, stand-up stuff. Yeah, it was so funny. You know what it is, though? I've never experienced this before, um, because I don't go to a lot of comedy shows. But he was playing the big room at the Borgata, and it's, well, it's like an auditorium. It's like an auditorium. It's like a big, anyway. And we had to wait in line to get in, obviously. And what they do is they take your, they, they make you take your cell phone, and they put it in, like, this pouch that locks with, like, Remember those, um, remember like at Sears, the clothing would have that, that anti-theft device on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They need like a magnetic machine to take it off. Yeah. Well, that's what locked this pouch. And they give you the pouch back with your phone in it, but you can't get into it because it's locked because they don't want you recording anything. Oh, wow. And the funny thing is, funny thing is I saw it and then they made a, not, not that particular show, but that, those jokes he was touring around with. Yeah. He made it, he did a Netflix show and I'm watching. I totally forgot I saw him live. And I'm watching this. I'm like, why do I know these jokes? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wait a minute. I, he did this in Lang City. So, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So, But it was really cool. That, well, not cool, but it was weird that they locked away our phones. All right. So he's still killing. Oh, he's funny, dude. All right. On. If, you got, if you got Netflix, it's called The um, Tambourine. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. But if you really want to laugh, you have to watch uh, a Dave Chappelle's new, new stuff. It's oh, yeah. I can see that. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Chris Rock, anyway. yes, we, d- we definitely know him as a comedian, but guess what? He is now spearheading the next line of Saw movies. Yes, that little creepy little <laughs> movie. Uh, so he is he is collaborating with the film studios Liongate to offer a fresh interpretation of the franchise and its new its villain Jigsaw, where he traps people and people have to cut themselves up and all that fun stuff. So yeah, Chris Rock is getting to the horror business, which is did they did they stop the franchise? They stopped making Saw movies. Jeez, I don't remember the last time we heard of one. What was the last one? Yeah. Saw four, maybe. I don't know, but they were coming out like every year, weren't they? Yeah, so he he's kind of following the footsteps of Jordan Peele, a comedian going dark, you know, like the horror stuff. Right. Yeah, we'll see how he does with it. Yeah. I mean, I won't see it because I don't watch those kind of movies, but. Right. You know, yeah, so. Chris Rock. I, I I never thought he'd do something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's not he's not a guy you would say. Guess who's reinventing Saw? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this comedian's got like a dark side to them. You know, like that. You know. That's what they said. Yeah. Okay. They say that they say there's the comedy comes from the pain. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. why we're not funny. Yeah. Uh, quick. <laughs> All right, and finally, Alan, Investors of the Universe movie has a release date. Like I said, I'm getting my 12-year calendar and putting all these release dates on them. Mm-hmm. Masters of the Universe will be coming out March the 5th, 2021. And as we reported a few weeks ago when it was only a rumor, it is now a reality. Mr. Noah Centineo will be playing the role of He-Man. And once again, if you see a picture of Mr. Noah Centineo, <laughs> a handsome young man... Mm, not someone you would think would play He-Man, though. Not at all. Not at all. Not at so, all. So I'm gonna I'm gonna plead the uh, the reasoning we gave with the Batman and say we're not the professionals and they <laughs> cast them. They know what they want out of their He-Man. He-Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. 
Ari Allen, Must Ends Crickets, and Must Ends another episode of The Week in Geek. This is Allen signing off. This is Jonathan saying, you stay classy wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs>